Hey yo, say hello to the back. Scott Hall. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. Hi, this is Booker T, the five-time WCW champion. And you listen to SNS Radio Network. Yo, monkeys, it's me, PPP, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. Stay tuned or you will feel bad. Hey, you listen on the SNS Network. And that's the bottom line. The Stone Cold Central. The world is listening. The following is a part of KJCC Real Campus Radio. Listen to us anytime online at live365.com. Keyword KJCC. Ladies and gentlemen, here on SNS and the Unchained Wrestling Network, I give you... Right here on the SNS Radio Network and the Unchained Sports Radio Network. I'm sorry, Unchained Sports, uh, Unchained Wrestling Network, rather. <laughs> I can't even get that right. My name is Brian Maverick and with me each and every week, the owner, the operator of one of the best wrestling news sites around, HeadlockToHeadlines.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Kelly's on the program. Chris, who are you? Note number five, learn... Partners, partners' names. Name. <laughs> okay, this is. I don't know. Right now, I'm making notes. Um, good Maverick was like, you know, telling me off whilst doing this. Number one, be more like Maverick. Number two, yes. no tapping, no tapping during during intro. Yes. Number no, number three, learn how to learn partners' names. Yes. So as we go along, I'm gonna learn more and more notes about how to be a better radio host like Maverick. <laughs> That's our current recurring theme today. Um, yeah. Anyway, you've had a very, very exciting weekend over the weekend, over this last weekend. I mean, right now Indeed. you're still in Boston, Massachusetts. Boston, Mass. Wicked Boston, cool here. Mass, wicked cool. The wicked cool chowder. And <laughs> can't believe I did that. Um, 
But yeah, we've had a we've had a great interview. We've had a great pay per view past Sunday. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that in a sec. Um, but we, I mean, what a wild ride you've had. You've been posting stuff up on the Facebook page, Chris, and met some people, uh, and we even had a we even had an update on a very recurring theme in this in, in this on the show. Number four, take those. Um, no, you you are. I'm here in lovely lovely Bath, Massachusetts, because um, of course I have been here for TNA Slammiversary, uh-huh. and. I've been here doing the whole weekend, um, and y- y- you know, I come over here, what every four, every three or four months for TNA, and I have to say that, like, a, like pay per view aside, I mean, I've had such a great week, a weekend, should I say, sorry, um, and you know, I would, I would recommend it to anyone. I mean, if you, if if TNA happens to be in your neck of the woods, um, which it never you, is for you, me. I mean, come on. It's just... It's going to say it's going to San, San Diego. That's close to you. That's that is so not close to me, dude. You could basically divide California up in two states: NorCal and SoCal. I mean, it's that right. far away. It's a it's a good seven hour drive. My heart bleeds for you. You, you know my eight hour flying here. My heart really does bleed for you, Bab. Well, yeah. See, you don't know geography like I do. Because you're coming from another country. Yeah, to me, America is. You're gonna hate the heat down in San Diego. I can guarantee that right now. Well, no, I mean, is it it hotter than Phoenix? It's not as hot as Phoenix, but it's uh, it's a lot drier and more burning uh, sensation than Florida. Well, then I'm gonna be staying inside quite a lot because I didn't like Phoenix. but yeah, so I mean, that's where next up, I believe, Bound for Glory is going to be for TNA, and I'm going to be there. I know quite a few others. I mean, I I know that I'm going to be there. Mav, aren't you going to be there? Maybe, I, maybe you're you going to be what? there. At, at this moment, it's actually most likely I'll be able to come by, come out, um, because honestly, uh, I because the way I could set it up is actually pretty good. There's a bus that goes from I think it's San, it's either San Jose or San Francisco. And I could take that, and it goes straight all, all the way down 101 to uh, uh, L.A. So, or not L.A., but uh, San Diego. So that, would, yes. And that's only like 26 bucks one way. So that's pretty damn awesome. Hmm. And like, and, and of course, with this, with this, like, of course, I do the uh, tour package. So I, I, I stay here in the TNA hotel. Uh-huh. And you know, I have to give like props to uh, Bob Vider who who does. You know all, all all the travel packages because th- this is a great great hotel, um, and you you definitely get your bang for your buck um, when you do TNA. Of course, I arrived here on the Friday, uh-huh. and on the Friday they, they had like a, a dinner kind of uh, thing. More, 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 you have a dinner. I'll say dinner. Um, and the guests were Jeff Hardy, um, SoCal Val, uh, Bad Influence, and JB. Um, I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, that that was just for the guys that are doing, doing the the travel package, and I mean, I got to ha- catch up with, with Jeff Hardy um, for a bit. Um, people know mine and mine and history with so kind of Um <laughs> I mean, that, that, that was fun. And then we, and then you know, in typical my style, I went straight from that straight to the bar. Nice. And you you, you know, I mean, I. <laughs> if you think if you think it's fun, you, you know, to do the meet and greets, that's fine. But 
the actual, you know, the actual meet the unef- takes place in the bar. Am I right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but what what it is, what, what's what's like something that boggles my mind is um, some people are far too shy to even like walk up walk up to wrestlers. I mean, don't walk up there in you know, a camera and notepad in hand. Just to, just to, you know. Well, see, if I go out there, you you have one major job. You're gonna have one major What's job, that? and that's gonna be to introduce me to the wrestlers. You have you that's have fine. to be my ambassador for that if I if I end up going. Well, I mean, um, I, I I can do that. I mean, um, because because it, it was me and Supermix in, in the bar. Because like you you guys you guys know that me and Supermix go go back, and uh, I me he and I are friends, right? Um. And it was just like people were just like you know too shy to come up and say hi to him, um, and then <laughs> these two girls who I would say were pretty much you know under the influence of alcohol walk up to him and go hey you're famous and he goes yeah I am <laughs> and 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 they go how and he, he goes <laughs> how really? who the fuck are you pretty much and um, and then and and they go and he goes yeah I'm famous what it is is that guy there, pointing at me, he is our ring announcer. I am his bodyguard. And you see that guy over there? And, and, and the guy over there was Doc. He's cut angle. So these these girls actually thought that that uh, Supermax was my bouncer. I was the ring announcer. And that Doc was cut angle. Nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that was, that, that was super fun. Um, and then we had the... Saturday meet and greet, um, and it, it was much better in terms of org- org- organization than um, past events. Can I ask you something? Um, did you did you meet Doc? Doc, yeah. Did you talk to him about CM Punk? Nah, because <laughs> I mean, you know, when you meet meet meet, 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 meet the wrestlers, it, it's it's best in my opinion, to, you know, just to you know talk about current things. I mean. So I mean, some some of us don't, don't mind talk, talking about you know other companies to be honest. Right. But um, well, I mean, hey, I, it, mean, I uh, think it depends on the person. Uh, but yeah, so but so, yeah, so basically, it, it it was broken down into like they had two they had two sessions, and we within those two sessions they had two kind of you know mini sessions uh-huh. kind of thing, uh, two, two two separate room, rooms that made the the queue smaller, uh-huh. and yeah, me me being. To, to quite a few of these events, I know kind of who gets the biggest cues first. If, if, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. So I did the first. So I did the smart thing, and the first queue that I got into was, was Velvet Sky. Um. So I'm I met all the knockouts. I mean, Velvet Sky, such like such a lovely girl. Um, Gail Kim, lovely girl. ODB, crazy. Um, <laughs> ODB, lovely, lovely girl. Um, to Um, I don't think I can put into words like. How actually beautiful she actually is! Like, like Terry Terrell was just stunning. Um, and then I met guys like Kenny King, and I met uh, I met AJ Styles and and, and that lot. Um, and it, it was really cool. Um, so I give full credit to TNA for how they did that. Um, and then on Saturday we had like the breakfast. Kind of, oh, sorry. On um, on Saturday afternoon we had the Bully Ray Q and A. Right. Um, now. I know this aired live on ImpactWrestling.com, but did it actually get archived in the end? The interview with Billy Ray. Uh, you know, I have not seen it. I didn't even know that was happening. 
Yeah, it was live on on .com um, because uh, and the the there's a funny bit where um, basically in the meet and greet beforehand, uh-huh. some kid some kid walked up to um, Billy Ray wearing a Georgina T-shirt. Uh oh. And Billy Ray goes, "Hey kid, why 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 are you wearing that?" And he, he goes, and like, like this kid was like you know about what five six years old. Uh-huh. And he and he goes, "Oh, because uh, I'm 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 a Cena fan." And uh, Billy Ray goes, oh, so did he give you that? And he goes, no. And Billy Ray goes, you know what? So Billy Ray, uh, he walks to the merch stand. He grabbed a eight and eight uh, t-shirt and cap, and goes, here you go. Don't, now, Billy, don't they have a cut? Did he give him a cut? They, yeah, they, they, they did still cut. Yeah, he, 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 he gave him a cut, a t-shirt and a cap. Okay. Wow. Damn. And then and and Billy goes now you're now you know how it feels to have someone give you a gift so like he he gave his kid you know like a hundred bucks worth of t-shirts, um, and it's funny because um, it's like uh, but like some fan asked Billy Ray why he did that, and and he goes you, you know I mean what's cooler than than having a wrestler give you a give you a t-shirt. and then some fan goes uh, oh was it was it because you don't like Cena. And he, and he goes, no, I, I have respect for Cena. And, and then the fans start booing, like booing Cena's name. And he goes, why are you booing Cena? He's a great guy. He's a great company guy. Come on, someone, someone tell me why, why, why you're booing him. And no, and no one would answer. <laughs> so I mean, that that I mean, if you if you get a chance to find that online, it was good, good, a good hour interview, and like Bully Ray was, you know, really cool. It, it was hosted by JB and. Uh, Wow, I mean, um, Sunday we had the Sting meet and greet. The Sting, the, the Sting meet and greet was a bit rushed, but that's because it wasn't planned. Um, basically, <laughs> you basically went to the arena, met Sting five, like five hours before the show, and then had had hang around the arena for five hours. Um, but I mean, even oh, I mean, even if, even if it was planned, uh, so it wasn't planned, it was still really cool to meet Sting. Uh, uh, I did forget that I, I did meet Hulk. I did meet Hulk. I did meet Hulk, Hulk Brook again. Uh, Brooke Hogan is always super cool. Brooke Hogan is always classy. Uh, I still don't get, man, why some people are so harsh to her. I mean, in person, people are rude to water. I don't get that. I don't understand um, it either. I mean, I don't. People people make up that excuse that oh, well, she looks like her dad, her her mom, or her dad, and and all that. And, Hogan's wife looks like her daughter, his daughter. No, dude, come on. Are you kidding me? But what what it is like? Because like how it works is Hulk and uh, Brooke have like they're they're on the main stage kind of thing. And basically, you walk up, you're meant to meet Brooke, get a photo of Brooke, and then go meet Hulk. Okay. Some people would walk straight past Brooke. I'm like, why? I don't know. Like it, it's stupid. You, I mean, you might not like her, what, what she's doing in the company. You might think she's in the company just because of her dad. But, dude, she, she's still a human. I mean, just, like, would saying hi hurt you so badly? I mean, say hi. I mean, I just think it's you know, quite rude of people just to walk past her. She, she's here for the fans. Just say, hey, ha, ha, how are you doing? How's your day? That's it. You don't you, you don't have to, you know, engage her for hours. Just say, hey, how are you doing? Um... Yeah, Brooke was as always super super cool. 
and Hulk was, you know, Hulk was Hulk, Hulk was cool. Um, Hulk actually ended up being at the meeting group for like five, six hours. The queue was that long. Wow. He got there at two o'clock, right? That's what I, and that's what I love about it. It, it, it. You know, people still know who he is, and people still know what he means to the business. Despite all this crap going on with his family, despite the stupid divorce, despite his daughter's... Uh, uh, okay. My, let, let, me take that, let me take that back. Despite what people's opinions on his daughter and his ex-wife and his current wife or whatever... People still know, in the end, dude, this is the guy that put professional wrestling on the map. This is Hulk Hogan, man. Yeah. I would still I would still pay to go see Hulk Hogan. I really would. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and like I say, I mean, it's, 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 it's always great to meet someone like Hulk. Um, no, 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 we think of him. Um, and then, of course, we had the, uh, the, the pay-per-view on Sunday. But I mean, I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk about that in a bit. But I mean, all in all, it was such a great weekend here in Boston. And um, you know, I had the chance to meet great people. I had the chance to meet uh, the wife of Jeff Hardy, Beth Hardy. And um, he, he, you know, she. I mean, Beth Hardy is such a sweetheart. Um, I met her at lockdown. Um, but I mean, that was like you know, temporarily kind of. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but, th but this time I was I was in the bar on Twitter, and she and she and she's like, oh, I'm here. So I, I kind of replied to her, oh, so so am I. Come, come say hi. And she made the effort to come to see me. And now, you know, that's pretty cool. When when someone go, go, goes out of their way to come see you, that's pretty cool. If you ask me. Um, so yeah, I mean, I uh, had the chance then to to dance with Beth. <laughs> oh. Now, now I was sober, um, and. Um, Beth decided, Beth decided um, that since uh, I can't remember who was playing, but whenever, whenever they play a certain band, Beth had to dance, wouldn't Jeff? So yeah, Beth grabbed the, the, the nearest guy to her. The nearest guy to her was me. Nice. Um, <laughs> so you have me and Beth dancing. Both of us have got a, a glass of like a wine in our hands. You have no idea how awkward it is to, 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 to try and dance with wine in one hand. And like that, like Beth, Beth was going flat out dancing. Like she, she was like doing like swirl, like swirls and ducks and dives. I'm like, I'm just standing. I, I, I don't dance. I'm just standing. Um, but yeah, I mean, Beth, Beth was was literally a class act. Um, super cool. Um, and I'm, I'm, I, and like you know, as as well as that, I got to meet quite a few people from behind the scenes in TNA. Um, I got to meet quite a few of the producers. I got to um, meet. I actually got to meet finally one of the girls at the t uh, PR, L Lindy Burnham. I, be I believe that's how you pronounce her name. Um, and Lindy is literally one of the sweetest girls I've, I've ever met. Um, her and Claire. Are now I, I love Claire, but I can't. I can't remember her name. Sorry, Claire. Um, but those, those those two girls work super super hard for TNA. And and that's uh, cool that that they have you enough and that they that you would sit down with them and let them know your thoughts on TNA and and just having a good time all around. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll, it it was me, Claire, Lindsay, one of the producers and Jesse Thornton. Just you know, uh, we we were just at, at the like pub bar 
like eat, like eating lunch and you know um, having a drink. Right. Um, and like, like I say, uh, those girls work insanely well for TNA. And uh, uh, now I, and I do have to say a big thank you whilst whilst I'm doing this to uh, to Lindsay because uh, you, you know Lindsay's like me and Lindsay have spoke via email, but this was something that I actually met her in person. And you know, I explained what I do, what, um, how you and I work, and how we want to, you know, do stuff for, for TNA in terms of media. Right. And um, Lindsay was not, was was awesome enough to uh, actually give me permission to interview Dixie Carter. Um, and Dixie was like, you know, looked really really busy. So I literally had you know five minutes from it with Dick uh, with Dixie Carter. But I mean that that is you know beyond awesome. For, for, uh, for Lindsay to do. That's epic. So Just to, to get four minutes with someone that owns like a big wrestling company, though it's not as big as WWE, it's not Vince McMahon by any means, but it's still considered, you know, you know, let's not let's not pull anything aside here. It's still considered the second biggest wrestling promotion on TV right now. I mean, it, it's yeah. still huge. So I think that I, I think that anything anything with uh, Dixie Carter is huge. I mean, it's not as big as uh, the the you shoot interview that she did, but it's still pretty epic. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, like literally, I just woke up to uh, I walked up to uh, Lindsay and go, like, I don't understand anything, no, but is there a chance I could do you know a mini interview with, with Dixie? And she goes, yeah, sure, that's fine. So, um, like I say, I have much much respect for uh, for for Lindsay, the job that she does, and hopefully. Uh, her and I will be talking when I'm back in England about you know doing some more media stuff. Um, but yeah, I I had I had I had a shout out to Lindsay. Same with Claire. Claire is beyond lovely. Um, I, 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 like I, I can't I can't remember her surname, which is really really bad. Um, but those girls do insanely well for TNA, but like you, you know in terms of media and PR. Um, and those and uh, long story short, those are the girls that you know like have like you know helped me out this this whole weekend uh, doing like. Be it doing media, be it you know, like allow me to sit with them at, 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 at the bar, just you know, talk shop. Right. Um, I mean, I, I don't think I, I can really trust enough how much they actually help me this weekend. So, uh, but maybe, maybe a big a big thank you to, to Claire and Lindsay for what they let me do this weekend. I I can't wait to see how that's gonna go. Actually, so I we'll see what happens. So, um, anyway, we're gonna go ahead and take our first commercial break. When we come back. Uh, we're going to go over the news of the week, so stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. Hardcore Country! Hey, everyone. This is your favorite knockout and thrillbilly rock star extraordinaire, Lee James, and you are listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Hey guys, it's Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps sexy of the SNS Radio Network. If you're looking for the latest news in professional wrestling and of course some of the best columns on the World Wide Web today, visit headlocks2headlines.com. That's headlocks, the number two, headlines.com. It's the official news site 
of the SNS Radio Network, you should make it your official news site as well. Once again, www.headlockstoheadlines.com. Are you a TNA Impact Wrestling fan? Are you looking for a show that talks about TNA Wrestling? Then tune in to TNA Chat Live every Thursday night starting at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on the SNS Radio Network with the Bronx Father, Tony J. Mirabella, as he reviews the latest episode of Impact Wrestling and takes your phone calls to get your thoughts on the state of TNA Wrestling. Are you ready to cross that line? On the SNS Radio Network. And if you don't like that, sorry about your damn luck. Ladies and gentlemen, Wrestling News Live is proud to bring to you a day in the life of Ric Flair. Life of Ric Flair, brought to you by Wrestling News Live. Hey guys, it's the Princess of Pro Wrestling, so Calval, and you are listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Welcome back to Running the Robes right here on the SNS Radio Network and the Unchained Wrestling Network. Brian Maverick Richard with Chris Kelly back on the air. And you know, we've, we, we started off strong, Chris. You, you described everything at, well, everything up until the pay-per-view, I would say. But but right now, before we even get, we've already been thinking about talking to the interview. We have, to, we have some business to get out of the way here, so uh, let's do it. Oh, and it would also help if, like, the uh, I, the soundboard that I'm using is actually turned up all the way. Number eight. Number eight. Turn up volume. Uh, and there we go. And now it's time for the news of the week brought to you by Chris Kelly and 
brought up by me this week. Brought to you by HeadlocksToHeadlines.com. And also brought to you by the Art of Wrestling podcast. Check them out. Uh, what? Colt, Colt Cabana's podcast at WeLoveColt.com. Wait, what? Why, huh? Huh? Um, why? Why, 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 why are we... Why are we... Why are we... Because I why like that put... podcast. Leave me alone. Uh, no. Dixie Carter announced during Slammiversary that Kurt Angle will be the second TNA Hall of Fame inductee for this year. Chris, what do you think about that? Controversial. Um, really? Now, you know... Everyone that I spoke to at, at, at Slammiversary, you, you know, was happy for Kurt. And, you know, I, I saw I saw this the other day. Kurt Angle has almost been in, this, in TNA the same amount of time that he's been in WWE. Six years and nine months he was in uh, he was in WWE for. He's been in TNA for six years and six months. So, you know, he's he, he now a TNA guy. But, so now, think, now we could say he's had a full year of professional wrestling experience, or a full decade of, uh, of yes, professional wrestling yes. experience. Yes. Um, but you know, it's controversial because I think everyone and their mother wanted Jeff Jarrett to be the first guy in the Hall of Fame, if not the first, the second guy in the Hall of Fame. Um, and now, if not the second, the third. <laughs> yeah. Um, and. You, you know, I respect Sting, I respect Kurt Angle, but they are still active wrestlers. And in my opinion, the Hall of Fame should be reserved for people that, are, you know, are no longer wrestling. That, and, um, and I, I agree, it should be something that, you know, they that already paid their dues, not continuing to pay their dues. And, you, you know, I am the first guy to beat the drum of TNA. I, you know, I, I have respect for everyone, be it from Dixie to the guy that mops the floor in TNA. But this whole Hall of Fame, it's starting to feel a bit like guys that TNA could put in first before the WWE. Um, That's, that, that I could see. That I can agree with, I think. Sting and, and, Sting and Angle, right, in, in, in their own rights, belong in the WWE Hall of Fame. Right. But TNA have them right now. And, you know, it's smart for business. Why not put in two guys that are legends and icons in, in, in this industry? Right. You know? And that will give the Hall of Fame for TNA a bit more credibility. And but I think to be fair, you have to put in Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett has to go in next. You know, despite what he did, you know, with Angle and with Karen and whatnot, Jeff, Jeff Jarrett has to go in next because, because you know I I can see see the scenario next year where someone like Jeff Hardy will go into the Hall of Fame. Right. Like, you know, like I say, I love TNA. But Jeff Jarrett should be there soon, if not next. I agree. I I, I, I don't like the fact I, I, I don't like that fact. I like the fact that you know, you have all you have all these people that have made TNA good and yet you're putting them on the back burner. But I like the fact that, that Kurt Angle's in there. I think, you know, he deserves it, but at the same time, um, it just doesn't feel right that it has to be that it has to be Kurt Angle, and it, it, like I don't know why they're only doing it for one person at a time. I, mean, I guess well, it's because I'm I, I'm used to the way WWE does it by putting in like eight people. I think it's because and and this and this with all due respect to TNA, they've only been around for, for what 10, 11 years now. Yeah, well, so, I mean, I mean, it's alright. I'm not, I'm not they, knocking it. 
I don't know, but I mean, if they if they were put if they were to put in eight people at a time at a time, right? Okay, so like for, for example, the third class last year would have been Sting, Angle, Hulk, Jeff, Jeff Hardy, Jeff Jarrett, like. Well, I know there wouldn't be that much people, and I'm not I'm not knocking for that. It's just like more than one, like two or three at the most. I think it's because TNA don't have as big as history. As young, yeah, uh, as... That, that, that's, that's definitely it. So, I mean, I, but like I said, I like Kurt Angle in there. I'm not I'm not too bad on it. And I, I think I, I like the idea of the TNA Hall of Fame. I just think it's trying too hard against WWE. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, yep. moving on here. Uh, let me go back to where I was. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Uh... From PW Insider reports, at this point, uh, at this past Saturday's WWE live event in uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, Dolph Ziggler made his return to WWE after having some time off due to a concussion he he received last month. Uh, Caitlin defeated AJ in a Divas title match, and after the match, AJ got got back up, screamed at the audience, and Dolph and Big E came out, and Ziggler cut a promo saying that he wasn't medically cleared to perform that night, but in a in a related note, Dolph Ziggler has now finally been cleared to wrestle. So. I mean, that's great. I mean, it's it's always good to have back your champion. So um, you know, in 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 his absence, they 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 had Big E, you know, playing his role. So you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens when he's back on TV and what happens between Dolph Ziggler, uh, Big E, and AJ. Yeah, I agree. I, I and it's cool that they have it. It's unfortunate that he he had such a big you know injury like that. So uh, good good to hear that he's back in the ring now. So um, mm-hmm. according to PW Insider, there's said to be a lot of excitement within uh, WWE NXT right now about Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family coming to the main roster. The group is considered to be one of the best acts of WWE. Uh, Develop best acts in WWE developmental right now, and they are liked uh, by a lot of the other talents. So that's awesome. I, I can't. I'm actually looking forward to seeing the Wyatt family uh, come in, and their theme song I, I think works for WWE. Now I, I, I say one one of the Wyatt family. He looks a bit, you know, he looks a bit familiar. He, you know, he looks a bit husky. If you ask me. He, I don't know. Um, he looks like uh, what? I mean, I love the gimmick. It's kind of like the backwards Bayou Deliverance kind of thing. But Maverick, 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 you missed a joke. I know you missed a joke. Was that a joke on me? Is that a is that a yes. shot at me? No. One of them looks familiar. One of them looks a bit husky. Oh, One of them... husky Harris. Okay, I got you. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. That took me a second. Like. <laughs> second, I had to explain it. That's all right. Anyway, uh, Lords of Pain is saying that Lords of Pain released an article saying that TNA's Impact are now going now that TNA Impact is going to 9 p.m. 11 p.m. Eastern time slot. Uh, Eastern, okay. Uh, all future Impact broadcasts won't be airing live as it happens, but from now yeah. on, when taped on the East Coast. Impact will lie will air on a two hour tape delay, and when taped in the Central Time Zone, it'll air on a one hour tape delay to yep. coincide um, with everything. So I think that's a good idea. Cause that, cause that confused me. Cause of course I'm heading to Georgia off this, 
And before the show, they do a meet and greet. Right. And I was like, I have no idea what time I'm going to be there. Uh, but yeah, so then they're now airing on a two-hour tape, a two-hour tape delay. That's no, right. One-hour tape. Um, I think that's I think a, that's a good idea for them because. But I mean, will it? I think the big question would be, will it? Deter, will it continue to deter spoilers? Um, I don't know because bear in mind how fast the internet actually is nowadays. You know, yeah. The, spo- the spoilers will be up yeah. before. Within the show, um, so I mean, it's gonna have like that's one thing that you and I and everyone hated about the Impact Zone—the fact that you know we always had spoilers. So now people are gonna have an hour, an hour or so to judge whether they watch Impact on spoilers, as opposed to you know act, you know actually the actual live assignment of Impact. Right. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's good and bad, I guess. I mean, I guess the the, the ratings will tell. I mean, the the ratings will be. Will tell if this is successful or not. Um, I, I guess if it's not, then they're going back to the, 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 old, time, the old time slot. Because I, I don't know about you, but I much prefer live wrestling than, than uh, pre-tape wrestling. Yeah, I, I don't mind the tape delay. I mean, like I said, I, I think it'll be one of those. I, I think it'll continue to. De- I think it'll still deter a lot of spoilers because if it's just going to be on an hour tape delay, it's there's not going to be any spoilers. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad they're they're working on all these uh I I'm glad they're working on all these different things but I did not click on that. Um but we'll see what happens. I I I mean, I'm not I'm not crossing my fingers by any means, but mm-hmm. it's something to look forward to. So Now, did you see that uh that this card has now announced the big free agent that's that's joining TNA? Yeah, actually, that was going to be my next uh, my next thing, but I don't see it on this website, so it I'm going to have course. to pull it in. But Rampage t- hold Jackson. on, I'm fucking I'm trying to t- explain to the people here because I just read it too earlier. You know, God, okay. I'm the one doing news this week because you don't have a computer. Uh, but uh, it was announced t- uh, today. Act- was it announced today? I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. Yep. TNA and uh, has come to terms by sign and signing uh, former UFC light heavyweight champion Quentin Rampage Jackson to a multi-year contract with the company. Um, it's gonna. It, it, I think it's gonna be epic. I'm looking forward to it. Well, yeah. I mean, he's working between Bellator and uh, TNA, and yeah. this guy he he's got charisma. He's he's got mic skills. And that guy is—he could generally, you know, what bugger you up. And not um, only that, not only that, he has a uh, talent. He he has the dedic. I think he has a dedication to join it because I think I, I remember him doing an interview. Um, I don't want to. I don't think it was for Howard Stern, but I think it was for some shock jock, where he said that. It, I mean, if he had the opportunity, he'd take it to go to a wrestling company. He was going to do it for WWE, but then WWE wasn't interested. But of course, TNA would be, and now he's on a in a similar, I guess, contract deal with uh, TNA, just like uh, King Mo's contract was. King who? Exactly. Um, but so does that mean we're gonna get King Mo versus um, Jackson at some point? That would be cool, actually. I, I wouldn't mind that. Bound for, I, bound I know for glory. that. I know that. Um, uh, I know that Rampage would tear him up. 
Uh, no, I mean he. I mean it would go from a straight wrestling match to a straight MMA fight in the ring, and that would be epic. That would be so awesome. Um, I'm either I'm either that that could you know pretty much see because of course um, Rampage is is, is going to be in Georgia, right? Uh-huh. I can see them doing an impromptu match between between um, Jackson and Bully Ray, and and Jackson becoming your new TNA World Champion. I'm looking forward to that actually. I think it'll be I think it's a good change for him. And and it's a more recognizable name than King Mo was. King um uh, and it's funny like we have not heard any updates on King Mo and Bellator and TNA that whole triangle since he lost his first fight in Bellator via knockout. Yeah, and last I felt bad about. And last time we saw him in TNA it was Bound for Glory. Exactly. Now that wasn't even the fight. He just he was refereeing a match between Storm and Rude. And that was the and that 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 was just shy of a year ago. That yeah. was nine months ago. So I mean, what happened here? Where where is where is this King Moat? I mean, if he's such a king or whatever, you think he'd actually come out and do that and not be an arrogant douchebag and still hold the crown and all that. I mean, I, I could see he wants to come in and uh, he wants to come in on top. That's what I. That's what I find funny about it. If he's gonna come in, he wants to come in off of a win, off of big success. But yet he couldn't. He couldn't make it in Bellator, so he thought, "Oh, well, I'm not gonna make it in TNA either. So screw you guys. I'm going home." Hashtag find King Mo. Yes. Hashtag where's King Mo? We should we we should do something like uh, where's Trent on Zack Ryder show? We should do something like that. Where's King Mo? So. King Mo was was last spotted somewhere in Poland, trekking across the ice. Last spotted in Poland, where the polar bears come out, and King Mo is somewhere somewhere out there. Somewhere uh, where somewhere where his tail between his legs. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's gonna do it for this week's uh, news. For of more the news, week. For more news, check out. Chris's website, headlocks2headlines.com, the official radio sta- the official news site. <laughs> Number nine. <laughs> Number Remember nine. what a website is. Um, the, the, Remember <laughs> website. Uh, that's the official news source of Running the Ropes right here on the wrestling, on the, on Running the Ropes. I'm tired. Maverick, right Maverick, this is a podcast, right? Yes. Uh, H2H, the website, yes. not vice versa. Yes, okay. Gotcha. Um, I, I'm just no. I'm just looking for that. I, I'm just looking forward to seeing uh, Rampage in TNA. I think, he, I think he'll do great. I Number 10, find new co-hosts. <laughs> but uh, there you go. Anyway, um, ooh, actually, I have a left over here. Uh, Ring of Honor superstar, on and off regu- Ring of Honor regular Prince Nana got a, a nod from the WWE for a tryout match. Nice. Uh, so hey, awesome! I, I hope I hope I I, I want to congratulate Prince Nana on the uh, tryout. I mean, not many not it, many guys get that shot. So there you go. You know, you know, we all respect to ROH that they, they deserve. If you get a chance to step up, be it WWE or TNA. This is is like being a big fish in a like you know small pond, or a medium fish in a bigger pond. Okay. 
you know so i mean i i i think it's I, I think anyone should, if given the chance, step up and you know the the guy like, like Adam Cole who who could be, make NWO TNA, Rhett Titus, Maria, Mike Bennett, you know. So, saying, I just found another tweet from Dixie Carter saying that uh, Rampage will be on Impact this Thursday. I said that a minute ago. Did you? Yes. I did not hear you say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I was not paying attention. Anyway. Number 11. Buy map hearing aids. No, no, no. Bye. Number 11. Find a co-host without Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how that goes. Um, but no, I, and, uh, I'm looking forward to that. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm looking to see how he's going to start. If he's going to go into... Uh, if he's gonna look into getting um... a title shot, oh, you know he's gonna get a title shot. But if he's gonna have a similar deal to where he's gonna go to Bellator first, or if he's coming to TNA first and then going back and forth or whatever, I don't know. Um, so, anyway, we have some pay per views to go. We have a pay per view to go over. Slammiversary. TNA Slammiversary. I, you know what? From the get-go, from the very beginning, I thought it. I, I thought the intro was great. I thought the the, the, the video highlights and all that was awesome. Yeah. Um, um, yeah I mean, like TNA had a history of doing good, you know, packages. So you know that got the crowd hyped up, and yeah, that led to the first match, the the Ultimate X match, which you know was a fantastic match. Um, My God, three, dude. But, uh, the chemistry between all three men, Saban, Su- whoever played Suicide, and Kenny. TJ Perkins. TJ Perkins. Holy crap, dude. Uh, all three men. The, the, the spots, the, the, the high flying, all that was great. Everyone put their asses on the line, and it paid off big time. And and Chris Saban yeah, won this one and, and became the new X Division champion. It was just amazing. I love the fact that they had Hulk Hogan come out as well. I mean, having Hulk shake hands with Saban was, you know, yeah. a great sight. That, oh, yeah. that was a great sight. I mean, it's not even a month after coming back and Saban's already the X-Division champion again, so it makes sense. And, and cool. also, also, it was announced that uh, Chris Saban will be able to cash in his X-Division title yep. um, for a title shot. Well, you know... People have forgot, or oh, thought TNA forgot about that. Nope, TNA did announce that that would be happening. So, it'd be interesting to see when, when this happens. Um, because I think Saban, Saban could become a new champion. I, I think depend, That's all going to depend on when uh, when Destination X is going to be, which is probably in December. Or, no, not December. Nah, it'd probably be like June or... No, because they've got Bound for Glory in, in October. Uh-huh. So, it'd probably be February, probably. Probably. We'll see what happens. Um, after that, uh, Hogan gets in the ring and says he gets down. He, he's going to get down to business. And he's suddenly interrupted by Mr. Anderson, Wes Briscoe, and Garrett Bischoff. And, oh, my God, dude, Hogan was uncensored. Dude, my childhood was shocked when he said uh, – when he, when he went on the mic and said the word pussies in the middle of the ring, I was – wow. The um, best one was to um, Bischoff. You're a bitch, and you're a man's a bitch. 
I remember that. That was fun. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, Hulk was Hulk was on fire. So Hulk, you, you know, was just the crowd was insane. The crowd was going insane for Hulk. So I mean, great promo there. Great, great, promo. great promo. Great interaction between everyone. Um, and I, I, I was just happy to see that. Uh, but this match, th- this confrontation led to an impromptu six-man tag match. Was it impromptu? I think so. Uh, no, it, it, was, it was planned. Well, oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, Garrett Bischoff, Ken Anderson, and Wes Briscoe versus Magnus, Samoa Joe, and Jeff Hardy. Um, what did you think about this match? Because you were, you were at ringside. I thought it was okay. Great match. I mean, you know, Jeff Hardy returning from his injury in a, in a former mayhem. Um Jeff looking in great shape. I mean, everyone looking in great shape. And, you know, it did its job. Can the I point was hot. something the t- out in the match, though? Um, there was one point in the match where Jeff Hardy was in control. And I think he was uh, he was in control of, I think it was Garrett Bischoff, where he did the, the leg drop combination. He did leg drop, roll out, and it was a sitting drop kick. I honestly have not seen that spot that he, that he did right. Since he, since uh, the Hardy Boys had Lita as a valet, yeah, and that was a while ago, and I've ne- I'm glad he used that again. You know, bring yeah, that, I mean, like, bring out that old Jeff Hardy again. You know what I mean? I mean, Jeff right now is probably in 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 best of his life. I mean, he looks like it. He he definitely looks it. Like Jeff's healthy, Jeff's clean. You know, he he's got a great family, and you know, right now Jeff is on top of the world. He is, and and definitely good, but. Hardy does get the win um, by the senton. By by a, by a swanton bomb. Great great setup for that one. Um, after that, the camera goes backstage where Joseph Park gets attacked mid-interview by uh, Knox and Devon, um, which left him in a bloody mess. Um, after that was a gut with the gut check tournament finals match. I feel so bad. Why? I I feel so bad for those kids. Um, uh, now, uh, let, 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 let me let me let me say this. It was personally, when I was watching it, I didn't feel like it belonged on the pay per view. No fans cared. No. Um, uh, people no. were people people were you 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 just had a toilet break. People were fandangoing during this match. Yes. Um. They even started chanting Chrissy Hemi. There was a huge Chrissy Hemi chant going on. And Hemi, Hemi was like, guys, shut up, please. <laughs> yeah, we have some respect. But this was the Gut Check Tournament Finals match to determine the first spot in the Bound for Glory series, which went to uh, Jay Bradley the over problem is, Sam Shaw. The fans didn't know who was, who was face. Because that was never really uh, determined because of the fact that they're still new. Well, I mean, the thing, right? Like, what needs to happen is, like, the, these, these guys are, are great wrestlers, but you don't, like, the fans don't have any, you know, any feeling towards them because they haven't been on TV. Exactly. We, we've had, we, we, we've had no time to get, you know, emotionally invested in, in, in these guys. Exactly. So, uh, and I think that that plays against the uh, gut check and the reason why they're putting them down in the OVW. Well, I mean, stuff. I mean, it, it, we, they just leave them there, and then when they come in, you don't have a guy like Christian York stepping up, and you know, instantly making an impact. You have all these guys just in the back, in the in the in the in the wings of there. I mean, 
these guys, what really pisses me off, though, about the gut check and why they bring these people down to OVW is that, you know, you ha- you put over Lady Tapa, Taylor Hendricks, uh, some other guys I don't remember names of, and you have all these guys going for it, but they don't, they're not coming up in the main roster. Well, yet you guys, you have guys like Sam Shaw and Jay Bradley who get a match all of a sudden. Well, the, I, when I when I expected Dixie Carter at um, Fan Interaction, I said to her, so, like, you know, there's quite a mixed reaction to, to gut check. And she goes, the thing with gut check is it doesn't guarantee you a spot on the roster. It guarantees you a spot in our company, right? It, it gets you a step in the ladder, right? And right. some people some people will shine. Some people are further along than the, the, the neighbors. But some will just go to an OVW and never see ever again. Um, but, I mean, like... There are people like you, you know Christian York who did, did really well on gut check. There, there's girls like Heather Hendricks who Hendricks who is you know one of the most people that I you know I've 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 ever met. Hendricks is is almost on TV. Um, the Blossom Twins should be up there. Um, yeah, where but, are the Blossom Twins at? You guys are so high on them and you brought brought them through that. Where's Rockstar Spud? We haven't seen Rockstar Spud since his little thing with Rob Terry and and uh, Robbie E. Where's Rockstar Spud at? You want him in the company? Why isn't he in the com- Why isn't he on TV? I don't know, man. This is one of the things about I think time. But like, like I say, the, the the thing with this match is that the fans were just not at all emotionally invested in in, in, in the wrestlers. I don't know, but that I mean the the match itself was great. The match itself was awesome. Um, so that but congratulations to Jay Bradley for earning that spot. I can't wait to see how he does in the uh, BFG series, but it's probably not going to be. He's probably going to lose pretty quick. So, um, mm. n- nothing against him though. Anyway, after that, uh, the uh, TV title match: Joseph Park versus Devon. Unfortunately, Joseph Park was attacked and could not compete, so Abyss came out to face uh, Devon. It's a good he went on to win the TV championship, so congratulations, Abyss. Now, hopefully this means that we, we're going to see more Abyss on TV, because, like, you know, that's one thing that fans don't like, the fact that the, the, that, that title's done nothing for the last year. So, you know, hopefully uh, with Abyss now being champion, we're going to get more TV matches with Abyss and make that title, you know, mean a bit more prestige. And at the same time, do I mean, do they really think that we're stu- the fans are stupid? To not I really think... know what, you know, that Joseph Park is really Abyss. It's the I same think, guy. Dude, I think, I think, dude, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think we're meant to know. I think we're meant to get like, the idea. But the idea is that, is that Park has no idea that he's Abyss. Like, he kind of, you know, has a bit, a bit of, you know, uh, split mean, I'm just wondering when they're going to rehash the old uh, mental asylum uh, storyline. You know what I mean? To the straitjacket kind of bit. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if they had a legit. If Doctor Stevie was still there and still being his doctor, um, but unfortunately that didn't work out for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't know, man. It was insane. Um, but anyway, after that one, after that match, Dixie Carter then comes out to bring out the rest of the roster and announce Kurt Angle into the TNA Hall of Fame. We just talked about that earlier. Um, I'm yep. looking forward to I, I'm looking forward to seeing to hearing his speech, 
and to maybe seeing what the future holds for the uh, Olympic gold medalist. So there you go. You know, I was where I, I was sat, sat there wondering if if, if he's going to mention WWE, but he never did. But, but I'm pretty sure he. I, expect, I expected it so much too. Like it was, you know, yeah. You know, uh, when did he come in? 2000. I got my uh, WWE contract, but then none of that none of that is compared to the reception I got in TNA. I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Anyway, after that, the tag team titles, four-way elimination tag. Bad great in- match. Great match. Oh, man. Um, um, bad all four teams. Uh, versus James Storm and Gunner versus Hernandez and Javo versus the Dirty Heels, Austin Aries and Robert Roode. All four teams were fantastic. Um, you know, I love Supermax's spot where he runs off the ramp and does, like, does that crossbody. And then uh, they did it, but both he and Chavo did it, and that was amazing in itself. That was by I, far like the most epic of the one of the most epic of the night. I have no idea how he does it. I mean, Supermax is what like six one, two fifty, probably, probably about six two six three. And he, the fact that someone of his size and you know weight and you know general build can do that kind of maneuver is you know mind blowing. It's great. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, this tag this tag team match, I thought it was pretty epic itself. Um, I, you know what was funny? There was a spot where uh, Ru, or, I, he. Let me try and read this out. Hernandez could have ended Rude and Aries if he just speared Aries. Um, I'm trying to remember what spot that was, but I can't remember what it was. But there was a there was that moment where he could have just speared him and ended that for them, but. Still a great match. You didn't see you didn't see many. Uh, plus, you don't see many tag tag team eliminations within ten seconds. Yeah, and that was what happened to uh, uh, bad influence and and then Chavo and Hernandez because uh, Chavo yeah. did get pinned on that one. So there you go. Hashtag um, good luck charm. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's very true. You're still the good luck charm. Uh, but the winner and new tag team champions, of course, we knew this was going to happen. Storm and Gunner um, won this one. Great, great ending, I think, on that one. So, yep. um, But now, I, I honestly believe, honestly believe this was match of the night. And it, it goes it, it goes a long way. Uh, last knockout standing, Taryn Terrell versus Gail Kim, dude. Holy Ooh. crap. I'm I'm gonna quote the fans from Sunday. Holy shit! Holy shit! Yeah. Holy shit! You know, I mean, um, there. To, you have to give big props to Taryn Terrell on that one. She I took mean, like, three. She took like three to four huge bumps. Not a lot of guys will take those bumps. And, you, you know, we know that Gail Kim go. Right? Gail Kim, in my opinion, is one of, if not the best female wrestler in the world right now. Right. Yeah. But Taryn Terrell, you know, from what from what she did, you know, in WWE when she was Tiffany to her being refereed, her now, my God, that on her night she was on par with Gail Kim. But she. What that I, night, I think what was an, was an great was that even though with all this stuff going on, and uh, there there was a bunch of spots of uh, Gail and uh, of great chemistry too with the the chair shot in the corner the. Uh, the complete concussion. I'm calling it right now. She got a concussion on the ramp when uh, le- when Gail Kim swept the leg out and made her s- slam really hard on the back. I mean, and there that, was 
huge bumps back to back in that one and wow and dude. the ending the man the end like i don't think anyone saw it right do you know when she do you know when she did when she did the ball off the off, off the map right yeah they actually landed on the chair the chair was underneath her yeah so it was bought off the map onto a chair and the crowd were like, holy shit. Yeah, that, I mean, that I didn't expect because I, I, I honestly knew. As soon as I saw her leave the leave the ground, I knew she was getting hurt. There, I mean, there was I, no other way around it. I thought, to be honest, that they, that they were, might end up in the crowd. But <laughs> they ended up on the floor. I was like, holy crap. I was holy expecting some, mal- some wardrobe malfunctions, honestly. Like... I was about to go. Terry Terrell, on Sunday night, she stepped up. She was on par with Gail Kim. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is one thing that I love about TNA wrestling. They respect their women. Their women are wrestlers. And they stole the show Sunday. They, you know what they really did? And honestly, I, I consider this prob- possibly match of the night. Um, yep. And it, what's funny about that is that we hear all this stuff about um, Bruce Pritchard. Uh, he's not a big fan of women's wrestling because he's because he's probably still living in the old old wrestler ways. Um, but man, he if he didn't like him then, he better like him now because there's a lot of guys that would not do a lot of what else what these girls would have done. And well, I mean- that that counts for the the, the turnbuckle uh, or not the turnbuckle, but the ring post figure fours, both both of them back to back, and the, the all the spots they did, and the the ace crusher off the off the ramp, it was insane. It was great. Yep, Turnbull, Gail Kim, proving why TNA has the best female division around. Just not enough females in the division, unfortunately. That's just very mm-hmm. unfortunate. Uh, but that was a great one, so you, you can't, you you cannot fault anyone on that one. So, um, but wow, uh, but Gail Kim does or not Gail Kim, uh, Taryn Terrell does win the knockout side on that one. Um, yep. So there you go. Anyway, after that, uh, Kurt Angle takes on AJ Styles and Abyss. Um, you know what? I actually kind of like AJ's new theme. You know, I swear I heard it before. Now, it sounds like a Johnny Cash song. Yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, um, now, kind of like this, kind of my my nerd side. Do you know when they released the trailer for Alcatraz on Black Ops Two? You mean uh, Mob of the Dead? Yeah. Yeah. At at the end, it goes my evil ways. It's like exactly the same as the one that plays that, that plays during a day's theme song. Yeah, I, I think it's the same guitar and, and all that. But yeah, it does sound very similar to a Johnny K, Johnny uh, Cash song. Cash. But I, I think it. Johnny I Cage. It. I've been playing Mortal Kombat too damn long. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it was good. So, but um, this match, I think, was very technical. Uh, with uh, of course with Kurt Angle there. Um, yep. You have you have the you have the the uh, cyborg <laughs> versus you know the phenomenal one. So you know the what? They must the cyborg versus the phenomenal one. Okay, you said phenomenal, kind of weird, but that's right. It's probably your phenomenal. Accent. Um, accent. I have no accent. <laughs> you have no accent. I have the accent. Is that it? Oh man, when I, when I was when I was having dinner with, with, with the girls from PR, my goodness, 
Because, um, of course, they're, they're, they're from Nashville, right? Uh-huh. And they, like, they're, all three girls, they all had different accents. And I'm, and I'm just sat there, like, you know, you know, utter bliss. So if I start saying the word yo, you know, you can blame the girls from TNA. Because, <laughs> like, the way that they said yo, I'm there, like, just keep talking. Just keep just talking. Keep I'm talking. Class. Just, just keep they talking. Just, said. <laughs> just keep talking. Uh, yeah. But that, I mean, this was a good one. Kurt Angle won that one. Um, I didn't expect the ending for that match like that. The double leg takedown with the elevated pin. I thought it was great. The, uh, the awkward bit where you saw AD Styles underpants. Oh, yeah. The thong. <laughs> yeah. This quote with uh, Soka Val. She, she, she turned and looked at me and said, real men wear thongs. <laughs> Say, say, you should you should have told her Jonathan Coachman wants his thong back. Um, so there you go. Anyway, that's that for that match. And finally, main event of the evening for the TNA World Title: No Holds Barred, staying in Bully Ray. Now, someone forgot to tell Bully Ray that the match wasn't over. Bully Ray thought he'd, he'd help, you know, the cleanup helped, of the show. He helped take down the ring a little bit. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he was there saying, hey, guys, it's, it's time to go home. So, you know, he took he took half the thing off for, for the guys, <laughs> you know. Started, and he just started get, getting it started so they don't have much to break down after that. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, Blue Bay doing two jobs at one time. You and, know? Um, and I will say for those, for, for any new, because I know I have a lot of family that listen to this show that don't know a lot about wrestling, but they always love listening to me. Way, <laughs> I know, right? Um, the the but for this one, uh, uh, the ring is made up. The wrestling ring is made up, of, and you kind of got to see the dissection of a wrestling ring on Sunday. Of uh, basically, it's all steel, all just topped off with uh, plywood. Plywood, some very thin pads, thin pads, and a, and like a, a blanket to cover it. Canvas to cover yep. it, um, and the, he he the, and trust me when I say this because I've put to, I've put up a ring before and I've taken it down. That's no joke, dude. Yeah. If you ever watch a Ring of Honor show and watch a Kevin Steen match, he does a power bomb to a dude, and he power bombs him on the edge of the ring apron. That is the 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 edges of the apron of the ring are the most hardest of the whole structure. It, it's insane. Yeah. So I mean. To have him, to have Bully Ray take Sting, pile drive him on there, that was one thing. To have Sting do a Scorpion Death Drop on that plywood just underneath are some steel bars. That was epic. Yeah, well, I mean, when he did the, the whole thing about there's one thing wrestling that's banned, one thing that people fear, are they going pile driver? Yes, and you know. I would have, me, you know, it would have been cool if, like, somehow they could have rigged it so they fell through the ring. That would have been epic. (laughs) You know what would have been, you know what would have been really more epic to me instead of doing a regular pile driver? I would have loved to have him do a package pile driver like Steen does. Oh. Oh, on Sting? Oh, Lord. That, look, I mean, that would have been epic. So, I mean, um, like, that does show you. How much respect Sting has for Billy Ray? Because uh, as we said, the, that is, that is a bad move, wrestling. 
Yeah. Since 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 Stone Cold broke his neck, that's a bad movie wrestling. Yeah. So um, uh, final letter grade, Chris. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start now, off with you. You were live. You, you know I'm, I'm 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 gonna be biased because you know I did the whole weekend. You know I got time to hang out with everyone. Um, but you know trying to be like you know a, a, a wrestling fan, I give this pay per view a solid B. You know uh, the only problem was the gut check match, and that's because no one cared about no one gives cared about the gut check match. Yeah. But overall. Great card. The women stole the show. Turin Terrell, you know, in my eyes, she 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 became a star on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, I, I I give this show a sort of B. Um, I give it, I I I'm gonna go a little bit further and say B plus. Um, I love the show. The show was very good. Um, even though no one really cared about the match. Uh, with the gut check guys, if you actually sat and watched the match, it wasn't that bad. There was not, mm-hmm. there, there, there wasn't very much wrong with it. Um, in the end, the, the show itself was a major win for the company. Uh, you, yep. you had all these big matches, and even with the, the staleness of the Aces and Eight storyline, they really raised the bar this year with it, and it, it made everything very entertaining for me. Um, because and then that's what, what matters. Do you know what I love? The fact is. Um, Gail Kim last night. No, Gail Kim on Sunday trended right because because of her match with Trinderell. Yeah. When it was announced on Raw that it was a no DQ match between Cena and Kurt Axel, once again Gail Kim trended. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, I mean, but still, you know, with, with as big of a win as this was for TNA, that I think was a win. I'm not saying it it was ratings wise. If it was, I don't know. Um, but it, it just makes me look forward to the fallout on Impact and see how this plays out with the Aces. Now that Aces and Eights lost the TV title, uh, and and so and so on, um, especially after the huge win that Bully Ray got after that. I mean, that was great. Um, yeah, I. So I'm not you, but like, like the, the way that it happened, I, 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 I can see it going when I, you know Ken Anderson is, is now going to start challenging Bully Ray. Leadership because I mean, Kenton has been like the one that's like kind of like keep, keeping this group together. Yeah. And considering and considering he he was the outsider to start off with, like you can't see it happening where it's going to be the you know the self implosion of Eight. I could see that happening. I could really see that happening. And and uh, it, it's going to be one of those things where we're gonna we're gonna have something to look forward to, and it's going to play out big time. So. Well, yeah, I mean, like, TNA, with pay view, they made me care about 18 again. I mean... They it, did, like, they apart, really did. Apart from, you know, the gut check match, every job on... Uh, every card on that job... Uh, every match on that card did its job. Um, and, you know, by right aside, a great show, and if this is the way going forward that TNA are going to do pay-per-views, more power for them. I agree, and I, I think they should really... Uh, look on, look back on this mat, on this event, this entire event, and make pay-per-views similar to this. To but improve on the format, improve on the matches you put out there. Maybe take out the gut check match, put it on there. But you, but honestly, when you think about it, you do not want to have any piss break match. You don't. Yeah, and unfortunately for the gut check guys, I was at. I mean, I was I some people streaming. Absolutely streaming for the lose. Yeah, so we'll, I mean, we'll see what happens. So, uh, but 
I, I'm just glad we had a good pay per view for for one for the first time in a few years. So, yep. um, but yeah, that's that's definitely a great match. Anyway, we have some more show coming up, so uh, stay tuned. We're gonna go ahead and hit, take another commercial break. So we'll be back right after this. Yo, this is Hernandez from TNA, and you're running the ropes on SNS Radio. Hey, fans, bring announcer Sean Beckerman here. Want to go back in time and relive the greatest and worst in the world of sports entertainment? From all-time favorite matches to the worst gimmicks in pro wrestling, we cover it all. So join us each and every week on the SNS Radio Network as we go beyond the bell. Let's go to our ring announcer. Wrestling fans, your ring announcer here, Sean Beckerman, and I'm proud to present to you the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast that's taking the IWC by storm beyond the bell. On each edition, we cover a different theme, taking you back in time to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling. We go behind the mic, where you will get backstage stories from the perspective of a pro wrestling ring announcer on the independent circuit. Find out what it was like to announce some of the greatest stars in pro wrestling history and the funny stories behind the scenes. And we wrap it all up with old school wrestling music. So tune in to Beyond the Bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. And I'll see you at the matches. It's go time. Are you a TNA Impact Wrestling fan? Are you looking for a show that talks about TNA Wrestling? Then tune in to TNA Chat Live every Thursday night starting at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on the SNS Radio Network with the Bronx Father, Tony J. Mirabella as he reviews the latest episode of Impact Wrestling and takes your phone calls to get your thoughts on the state of TNA Wrestling. Are you ready to cross that line? On the SNS Radio Network. And if you don't like that, sorry about your damn luck. What's going on? This is Kazarian. And this is the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. You're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Booyah! Alright, welcome back once again to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network and the SNS Radio Network. Brian Mavic Burchon with you once again on this beautiful California Tuesday afternoon. Wednesday. Tuesday? Wednesday? I don't know. Uh, note 11. Remember your date and times. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, as much as we love TNA, we do gotta kind of acknowledge the, I mean, the big company. I mean, I... Whatever. Uh, Raw took place. It happened in Hartford, Connecticut. 
about what four blocks away from the WWE headquarters. Um, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, Raw. Uh, I guess started out with Stephanie McMahon with her new music theme. I know. I hate that. <laughs> I I love. I'm all grown up now. That's one. Um, but it's quite it's quite surprising to be honest how I mean how it started. I mean, uh, Stephanie and but um, then Vince. We you know kind of being a bit bit bit, bit of heels like I don't care what the fans want tonight. Triple H is not wrestling, like considering that 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 uh, you know WWE is from Connecticut, right. they were like full on healing it. And I thought uh, I thought I thought they like they were a bit hard about Curtis, um Axel. Triple H would be wrestling Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle, Curtis Axel, because he is underneath him. Yeah. But at so the same he, you time, know, you know, Triple H did technically uh, forfeit the match with his, even though he suffered a concussion. I guess if you could call it forfeiting the match. But yeah, well he yeah well he was unable to complete uh, compete. So yeah, I mean Axe always won over against Triple H. Uh, but yeah, definitely Vince informed uh, us that tonight Triple H would not be wrestling. Um, and the shield came out. Now, you know, we thought we'd get some cool, you know, interaction between the shield and McMahon. Nope, nope, no. You had to have the WWE app. Hey, Mav, did you know that WWE have an app? You know what? I was checking something out about that last night. Uh, I think it was Wrestling News Sources Facebook. They posted up the uh, WWE drinking game uh, by, by, and I think the rule was every time uh, they mentioned the WWE app, take a shot. Man, you'll be plastered. Oh, yeah. It's just like uh, Michael Cole and Vintage. Hey, Mav, did you know that WWE have an app? No. Vintage? <laughs> oh, no. He, he, he did it that much, no, but I mean, he, he said it quite a bit on Raw. Yeah. Like, like, vintage, vintage. Um, hey, Mav, did you know that WWE have an app? I'm just I'm just so over the WWE app already. I like you. You want to push that forward and all that. But when when you look at it, your main product is not on an app. Your main product is on a television. Act like it, for God's sakes. So. Hey, Matt. Do you know that WWE have an app? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. They have a. They a map. They they have an app. It's it's a new way to watch WWE TV on the app that they have. But WWE, I'm WWE already app. watching WWE TV. But map. They they, they they have an app right now on Android and, and an iPhone. What's the new the way point to watch having w- the app? Good map. They, they they have an app that's now available on on, on Android and iPhone right now. App WWE. I don't care. This is like the whole Twitter thing when uh. When they were starting starting the social media Twitter bit, where if you tweet hashtag this or hashtag that, uh, this match will happen or this stipulation will be added to the match, or you know something like that. But I, I don't know. Hey, Matt, did you know that WWE have an app? Shut up. <laughs> so that was the first bit of it with the shield coming down. Uh, the Shield took on Team Hell No, to which they won in a pretty long match. 
great match. I mean, Daniel Bryan is that dude is so in, like just insanely talented. Um, he is. He really is. And you know, t- I think last night's Raw definitely was Raw is Bryan because Bri- Brian made that show. Brian made that show. Yes. Yes. Brian he wrestled twice. Show. He wrestled twice in one night. Both insanely good matches. But uh, after that, the Usos beat the primetime players. It's about time they had a jobber versus jobber in WWE. <laughs> when you say Us, I say Oh, Us. So stupid. Um, hey, Matt. You know, don't even ask. Right now, I, right now on iTunes and the Android system. WWE app. Yeah. Uh, after that, Alberto De Rio defeats uh, Big E Langston. Alberto Del App. Hey, Matt, do you know the app? Shut up. Um, Sheamus defeats Cody Rhodes in a in a smaller ma- in a faster match. Number twelve. Plug WWE app. Plug WWE. Great Collie defeats Fandango. Summer Rae, my goodness, Summer Rae. She can't dance. She cannot dance. But she's pretty to look at, isn't she? Like, she, I hit for. She does she, she look a, a bit like a deer on ice. She's there going, while sliding around the bit, like around the, uh, the ramp. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not like Summer. She, uh, it's like, um, what's my Emma should have uh, done that role. Because right. she can dance. Right. Hey, Mav. Guess what? What? Don't even app. Do you know that? Yes, I don't care. Are you sure? Right now, on Android, a smartphone, an iPhone, an app, right now. Yes, shut up. Uh, <laughs> after that was the contract signing. Oh, actually, no, after that, uh, The Miz defeated Wade Barrett uh, in a quick match. After the, after the commercial break from that was the contract signing between Chris Jericho and CM Punk. But, of course, CM Punk is taking a vacation right now, so Paul Heyman is coming out to represent him. How bad, or how funny would it be if CM Punk didn't show up for, for payback? That would be funny. Like, like, imagine how upset, how annoyed the WWE US would be if Punk didn't show up for that match. He should, he should just say, you know what, screw you guys, I'm not coming. And screw just you. Just not even I'm... announce it, just not even announce it, and, and he, he won't be there. Yeah, I mean that. Give, that, that give was, Jericho the match is fine. Because we've yet actually hear, have we? Like Punk saying, like on Twitter, Punk's just like Punk's too, too busy talking about um, hockey or whatever. He yet to actually acknowledge the match. But maybe, maybe, maybe on the WWE app he might acknowledge it. Maybe, but then again, <laughs> that that's just making too much sense. That's you know. We don't want that to make any sense at all. We don't want it to make too much sense for the fans. We want to, we want to mystify the fans. But after that, they showed a preview of the Wyatt family. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Husky Harris, clap, 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 clap. And you know what? I never knew that was Husky Harris. It didn't look like really. Him. I mean, it could really? look like him. But I just didn't. He just doesn't seem like the kind that would have that kind of a gimmick. But he he makes it work. So there you go. You know. I- no, I'm, uh, do you know how the, the uh, fans chant A-Train towards um, Sweet Tea? Uh-huh. I'm just waiting for the fans to, to chant Husky Harris. Husky oh, Harris. You know, you know, oh, you know, you know it, bro. 
You know it, bro. You know it. Um, so after that, Daniel Bryan defeats Ryback via DQ. Once again, Daniel Bryan making the show. His insane headbutt from across the ring. That, that, that's insane. Yeah. Like that, that, that dude can jump so far. He, he's like, uh, I don't know. I now he's not a goat. He's now a grasshopper. He can jump that far. Yeah. W rap. Get it now. W rap. Get it now. After after that match though, Ryback didn't look like he was finished. He starts to search under the ring for another table. Don't know why he's doing that. John Cena's music then hits and runs down the, to make the save. Cena holds up his stupid title and holds up and challenges Ryback to approach. Instead, Curtis Axel makes his way down. We're already underway for the uh, main event after the commercial break. Because that match started on, on the WWE app. And, 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 yeah, really. And, okay, <laughs> let's just say, let me, let, me, let, me, let me iterate this because apparently WWE didn't realize that this was a no-disqualification match. And how does the match end? Via count-out. Via count-out disqualification. How the now, hell do you get this wrong? Now, right, okay, if this was TNA Wrestling, you know the IWC would pull down their pants, pull, pull down their underwear, and take a giant hunt on it. But could it WWE? It's fine. Um, it, it makes no it, sense. It's stupid. I mean, don't get me wrong. TNA has their faults. TNA has a lot of bad part, a lot of faults. That's fine. But they get acknowledged more so than WWE's faults. The only person that I've seen besides myself, and of course you, Chris, that have exposed that was Matthew on Botchamania. How Botcha the hell man. does that not get any airtime? Because, you, you know, WWE get a pass. Because, you know, it's WWE. How the hell does uh, WWE get a pass? Because it's WWE. Tim, was that? T if TA did one thing wrong, TNA shit, shut, shut company, turn it out, kick it. If it's a week, it's fine. You know. You, you know. <sighs> it, I, 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 you know, and it, it, it irritates the hell out of me. I get the fact that they need to, they need to pull a swerve because someone's hurt. I get the fact that they need to change rules around sometimes because someone's hurt or someone's, someone can't compete and all that. That's fine. But stay within the confines of an actual no disqualification match. Drop them, you know, you know, give them a big slam, do the finisher, pin them, boom, that's it, go home. Yeah, that, have a run out, have a run in to knock them out, pin them, let's go home. That's kind of like, you know, for example, a last man standing match ending by submission. Yes. <laughs> and that <laughs> has like that. happened. That has happened in WWE. Right? Yeah. No. No, no. I was just saying, for example, like how like you can end a match via something that's actually in the rules. Like, yeah, I don't know why why who was counting during a no DQ match because surely no DQ means no no rules. No rules means no countouts. Yep. Um, the fact, right? The fact you you still chair, still chair is a form of qualification, right? You know, because the rules are set. Because, like, okay, bear in mind, when they used to do, like, uh, like the old time limit draw kind of thing, a rule was, like, wouldn't it, like, the X amount of wrestlers, X amount of time, no weapons allowed. If there's no rules, there are no rules. You can do what you want. 
apart from Karen out. Uh, to me, to me, it just looks like they don't want Tina to lose clean to uh, Axel. No. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. It's one, it's one of those things where <laughs> the fans get their intentions insulted again and again and again, and no one cares it just, because it's and, and see, this is why I say to people on the on, on SNS, and that's why I say it to people on there on Unchained and KJCC, keep an open mind on wrestling. You know, if you're gonna, if if you're if you can't say anything to keep in, on topic with something, if you're just gonna go on to a TNA thread or, or post and say, oh, I don't care about this, or I, you know, I don't care. It's TNA. They suck anyway. Blah blah blah. Keep an open mind. Remember, what if WWE? What if there's no more WWE? Of course, you'll still have TNA. You'll have a lot of people turning off. What do you think happened when 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 Vince bought WCW? A lot of people turned it off. A lot of people stopped watching wrestling altogether. A lot of people mm -hmm. went over to UFC because that's a hell of a lot better than what WWE was putting on at the time. So well, the, the, the thing is, right? No matter what happens, wrestling needs competition. Yes. And even though, and you know, I am a big fan of TNA wrestling. But TNA are not direct competition to WWE, but they are competition. They're, so they're, that, they're not. I, I don't consider TNA competition to WWE. I consider them an alternative to WWE. Yeah, and, and that's you, what you know, that's what they it always has been. And you know the fact that I'm sat here right now in Boston, Massachusetts, shows you what company I, I have more faith in. Yeah. So I I mean it just it makes no sense. For them to go around and to say as much as they do, for that kind of thing. So I, I just don't, I just don't understand. It, it, maybe it's me. It might just be me. I don't know. But it's horrible the way they, they're setting everything up. It's horrible that, mm -hmm. that you have fans like that. Of course, but I mean it's unavoidable. But I get mad at people for just putting up stupid comments with no basis whatsoever on anything. They say, oh, I don't mm -hmm. like that. It's TNA, so it doesn't matter. Why doesn't it matter? Oh, I don't watch TNA, so it doesn't apply to me. Then don't freaking post. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't understand the logic of... of uh, I, I don't understand the logic of stupid people with free, with, that pull the freedom of speech card. I mean, freedom well, of speech, yeah, but at least be intelligent about it. Well, Matt, Matt you, like, you know, for example, right? I am always, 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 no matter where I am, be it social media, Twitter, Facebook, you know, I'm always accused of being a TNA sheep, uh, blah, 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 blah. I, I pull the TNA bandwagon, blah, 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 blah. And, I, and people say that my, that my views are mad about wrestling because I'm a TNA fan. They're even that I'm a TNA fan. TNA, like, they, right, okay, I'm not gonna lie. That TNA has its flaws, you know, in creative, but TNA shows fans respect. TNA help. TNA try acknowledges and, you know, that people that fans are smart. TNA acknowledges that you're not gonna get WWE quality. You're gonna get TNA quality, and that's not a bad thing. That it's definitely uh, not a bad thing. TNA has and, their own original stories and own original product. 
And TNA is a much more fan-friendly, fan-based, close-quartered company. And that is why I would happily spend my hard-earned money to fly to watch TNA Wrestling any day of the week. That's why I fly out here for everything single pay-per-view. Just because, you know, I like, I, I like, having, I like how TNA do, do business. I don't like how WWE do, 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 do business. And... You know, that's why I'm looking for us to do more with TNA and with what went down this weekend. The fact that I've, you know, I, I, I've been able to talk to the people within TNA. I have much respect for the people within TNA's PR. You know, that's why I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm just willing to help TNA because TNA, TNA show, show me respect. So I'm going to show them respect. I think, I think on that regard too, you know, TNA is, TNA knows that the fans come first. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love the fact that the fans come first with TNA. Unlike the, I mean, WWE does put fans at the forefront, but at the same time, they look towards business. They look towards uh, what makes them more money and what gets people to buy their merch. It's not like that with TNA, and uh, and I I can see the fact that people hate on it, and that's fine. But you got to remember, you know. This is, this, this is a small business. TNA is a small business company. It always mm-hmm. has been, and it, it shows on, on for the most part. Um, they have t- they have the deal with Spike TV, and that's great and all, but you're not gonna get what WWE had on Spike TV. You're gonna get mm-hmm. what TNA is providing, and that is quality entertainment. Well, okay, not quality entertainment, but. Uh, but you, but originality, creativity, and at, and for the most part, some pretty good pay-per-view events. And that's why, you know, I would rather like to see people mm-hmm. pay for these shows and to step up and to really acknowledge that TN... I, I, I want someone to acknowledge what, I am, what we're saying in the fact that TNA does have its perks and has its qualities. But it... But, you're not going to get WWE yep. because TNA is not WWE, and I'm sick and tired of all these critics on there trying to compare them to WWE. It, it's it's horrible. They're, okay, they're only uh, comparing them because they're a professional wrestling product. You know, I think I know what the problem is with fans, right? And like, 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 like I said, I could be here all day beating my drum up why I like TNA. But the problem with, okay, in the past, TNA has done some bad things in business-wise, okay? And fans nowadays won't give TNA a chance because they are pre-judging TNA on past mistakes, right? Yeah. WWE has done some major mistakes. I mean, hell, two words for you. Two words for you. Katie freaking Rick. Yeah. And yet, (laughs) that's... Yeah, I mean, TNA has never done anything that bad. No, but they, they, they yeah. never have because they know that those past mistakes will not be made in TNA. You know, you're exactly. not going to get TNA, TNA a horrible story in recent like months anymore. The thing with TNA, TNA in the recent months has improved in vastly, but you know, some some people are just sheep, and some people people just choose not to like TNA. Some people, you know, they have, you know, they have been invested in TNA. They have been, and you know what, TNA is not impressive to the left. And I, I get that. And people like that, right, don't watch TNA. They don't watch TNA, and they don't be TNA. 
they do that annoy me is people that bitch about Tina and don't even watch Tina. They read you know, the, the, they read them dirty, they read spoilers. Fuck me, watch the product. And then have a valid comment. You know? Yeah, and, and there's some people that do, don't get me wrong, there, there's people that do have valid comments because they'll catch it one night and give their opinion on it. That's fine. But don't don't base them on individual shows like that. Base them on the, the storyline as a whole, base them on a company as a whole. Don't just sit there and and, and just base it off of one yeah, episode of Impact. It's it's annoying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna do like what people do like Impact. Okay, I'm like, I'm gonna judge my opinions on Raw. Okay, like the whole di- okay. I'm I'm gonna judge my whole opinion right on 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 WWE based on Raw. Triple H is still a top guy. He refused to wrestle younger talents, so this company to screw because he because ne- then 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 there'll be a young guy put over by, by Triple H. See, it's if, not if that do, he, it's it's not no, that no, no, he's no, no, refusing no, 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 to wrestle. No, 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 he's refusing oh, oh, oh. to put them over. No, what am I? Well, what am I? Well, is I'm doing. I'm, then why I did what people do with TNA, judging the whole aspect of WWE on one show. Okay, that's that 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 that's what I'm doing there. Based on that, based on Raw last night. That's what I would guess was happening with the week. But, you know, like I say, man, I've had a great week here in Boston. I'm flying to Georgia, Georgia tomorrow uh, morning, heading to somewhere, Dutchland, Dutchland somewhere, somewhere. In, in Georgia for a fun old TNA show, and then, and then I'm going to a bar. Just try to stay away from the debutante areas of Georgia because then it gets a little complicated. But Sweet. Anyway, but anyway, that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, next week we're gonna have some audio from from your experience, Chris. Hopefully, um, if you could extract the audio from your iPod. Um, so yeah, just uh, stay tuned. Uh, you could always yep. you could always email us anytime during the week. Give us your thoughts on uh, the shows, on anything going on in wrestling. Uh, if if there's something you want us to know or want us to mention. You know, hit us up in an email, runningtheropes at yahoo.com. You can also tweet us on Twitter, at RTR Maverick, no K at the end, uh, at H2H Crelly, because that's his site and his tag. And hashtag heat seeking. Hashtag heat seeking. Hashtag heat seeker. That, that, you know what? That's good. Hashtag heat seeker for Chris. Um, and yeah. Uh, Maverick can't spell. And, and Maverick can't spell. Um, hit us up on Facebook, running at uh, facebook.com forward slash runningtheropes.radio. Uh, what else am I missing? Oh, check out, if you want a great wrestling wallpaper, check out unchained-wwe.com. Uh, Running the Ropes is the official podcast of that site. Uh, Des is always hard at work working on pay-per-view wallpapers and so much more. So check that out. It's even a lot better than, than uh, the actual companies that put on these shows. So check it out. Here's what I want everyone to do, by the way. I want everyone to email Dez. On, uh, you get the email address from uh, the site, from Unchained, and request. I want everyone to request or demand Ring of Honor wallpapers. I want to see great Ring of, Ring of Honor wallpapers. I request a Maverick wallpaper. <laughs> You want a Maverick wallpaper? Nice. <laughs> yes, I I need some new toilet roll, so I request a Maverick <laughs> a Maverick wallpaper. Hey, as long as you give me the money, I care less what you do with my picture, boy. So, uh, 
as long as you pay up, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you everyone for joining us, and we'll see you later, everybody. This has been a presentation of Running the Ropes, the official podcast of the Unchained Wrestling Network and brought to you by the SNS Radio Network. The views expressed in this program are that of the panel and not of the networks or their affiliates.